Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. All right. Burn blue on the street. Loose and complete undisguised. So smoky blue gray. Hello, and that is where you'll usually hear hooray, but, um, you know, in the world of professional wrestling, uh, cards subject to change. Uh, Bartender Dave uh, unfortunately couldn't make it this week. Um, It is uh, Ukrainian Easter, and he's been double booked, quadruple booked, and uh, I've run him to the ground, so I don't have a podcasting partner for Up Next, so... I have reached out to the other bartender, Dave, or bartender Davey boy, as I like to call, because his name is Davey, and he is also um, from the land of the UK, um, as Davey boy Smith is. So I call you Davey boy, but Dave, David, whatever you want to go by, welcome to Up Next. Hello, it's it's very nice to be here. Uh bit of change of scenery from uh, what I've been used to here in NOLA. Yes, you are there live in New Orleans because you are a mark, my friend. Uh, I am indeed. I'm currently wearing my brand new AJ Styles shirt, <laughs> armbands, elbow pad, oh my God. Uh, gloves. Yeah, you know, like any normal 28-year-old would be doing. Yeah, of course. Uh, don't you already own like two different pairs of AJ gloves? Uh, I do, but I mean, come on now. You, you need one for every occasion, right? Don't you? Um, what about the AJ vest? Because I've seen those people wearing those and they look great. You see, the plan was for me to go full on AJ this year, but then uh, there are visa problems and that's costing me a lot of money. So I had to be sensible and only buy the elbow pad, I'm afraid. Wow. Okay. Well, you're putting your money in where it needs to be spent, obviously. But 
you uh, you're in NOLA. You've been going to a bunch of wrestling shows. Before we kind of jump into this, you were at NXT last night. Um, we're recording this Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon. Um, what else have you seen around uh, New Orleans, wrestling-wise or fun-wise? Listen, I know you, here in Toronto, me and you go out and we like to drink a little bit, a tiny little bit. So um, I'm guessing you've done some partying in New Orleans as well. I have, yeah. The first two nights, I went pretty hard. Uh, had a lot of hand grenades, hurricanes, shark attacks. Um, I don't even know what all... any of those are. These are all drinks, um, and they're incredibly strong, but don't really taste it. And then uh, the next day, I actually went to Access, and it's it's pretty cold here this year. I know we're from Canada, and it's cold there, but like you would think Louisiana, April would be nice and warm. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's not been the case all the time, and the air conditioning is so blooming high over here. Um, so, and yeah, so I actually got a bit of a cold, um, and it wrote me off for a couple of days. So I was meant to go to, uh, the first progress show cause I, I miss going to progress back in London yeah. and I was meant to go to Joey Janela's spring break. Oh, you didn't uh, go. No, I made it to progress. I saw the first two and a half matches and Did I had Tyler to leave Bate during wrestle? the... Uh, he did. So he, okay. the first match was Tyler Bate and Trent Seven against the Grizzled Young Vets. Okay. Um, which they were doing a lot of comedy stuff. Tyler Bate and Trent are so funny. Yeah. Um, and the Grizzled Young Vets had a lot of a lot of heat at the beginning. Like whenever they picked up the mic, everyone's just booing them to death. And uh, Tyler Bate and Trent were getting bored, so they like lied down and started cuddling each uh, other. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was good fun. Um, but then you were then sick the, and you couldn't watch the rest of the show. It was it was the Thunder Bastard match, and I was sat in jeans and a hoodie and was just shivering because the aircon was so much. Um, so I ended up tapping out and going home, and I was like, I I want to be ready for NXT tomorrow. Like Fair. NXT tends to be my favorite event all the yes. time, um, and. You know, I felt so much better yesterday, and what a show it was. Yeah, exactly. It was an amazing show. I worked, and then I ran home to watch wrestling. Uh, I am a Mark II. Um, I wasn't wearing AJ Styles gloves, but I believe I was wearing uh, my Smash wrestling shirt here from uh, Toronto because, you know... Represent. Yeah, Gargano and uh, Ciampa in the main event. But, okay, we don't have too much time because you're literally about to go to WrestleMania, and I thought... Yeah, I, don't I wa- need to grab some food. Oh, I'm so then... sorry. Well, thank you for, for subbing in here. So we, let's let's run down this, this, this NXT sure. show. Um, and um, I'm sure we'll have you on again eventually and stuff like that. But this is... You, you've uh, been helping me get, uh, get into bartending, so this is uh, me repaying you, getting you into some sort of podcasting, I guess. So Absolutely. We can try that. Um, hopefully our listeners here don't hate you as much as they hate uh, me. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, re- realistically, we could just recap two of these matches because there is two matches on this card that blew me away and the rest of them were still amazing. That's how good I thought this TakeOver mm-hmm. card was. Um, let's go into it right here. The beginning of the show, this this crazy intro package with a, the live band, and usually live bands in WWE are, are hit or miss. And this was this was strange. I'm not I'm not too familiar of who it was. I know they're playing the intro theme here. It was really cool. It was great. 
but it's all to actually lead into what was uh, <laughs> the opening match here, which pretty much stole the show, in my opinion, which was the six-way ladder match for the new NXT North American Championship. We have EC3, Killian Dane, Adam Cole, the Velveteen Dream, Lars, not Ulrich, Lars, uh, I'm already forgetting his actual, his actual name, Lars Sullivan, thank you, and the debuting Ricochet here in NXT. How was the, the crowd right off the gate for this match? Because watching at home, it was hot. Oh, everyone was so pumped for it, and yeah, it was awesome. And I, I heard you the other week knocking EC3's entrance theme. I think it is sick. <laughs> it's so it's good, so catchy, so fits him. It's an absolute banger. It fits him, um, but it's not a banger. No, it's not. It Listen, I didn't say it doesn't fit him, but... <laughs> also, that man has like 14 abs. It's disgusting. Well, um, I mean, I mean, technically, this was a, a seven-way match because it was EC3 and his back knee uh, in, the, <laughs> in the match, right? Um, I mean, I couldn't see that from where I was, but I, <laughs> I could count those abs, which were disgusting. Um, Life goals. But yeah, uh, just what a match to start it off. There was, it's so nice watching. Um, there was a kid sat in front of me throughout the whole show, and it was so nice watching a match like that through someone's eyes who has clearly never seen someone like a ricochet before. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the people there. Yeah, I feel like Like, a a lot of the crowd didn't really know, because, like, I've watched a lot of his stuff, and I'm sure a lot of of people have, but some of the stuff he did in this match was was insane, regardless if you've seen him before or not. Literally, the first, like, minute of this match, um, people are, are scattering around in the beginning of the match, and Ricochet does a springboard shooting star to the outside onto Lars and Killian right away like almost right away into the match this it was insane this spot was crazy it looked nuts from from where i was it looked like he very almost landed straight on his face like it it, it looked did. pretty deadly uh, um, he did some but crazy obviously things. he was all right cuz he got up and and continued but um yeah, just an insane match. There's um, a crazy I mean, I'm sure spot. you've got the notes, and you can like remind me of everything that happened. Yeah, on. I, I know when I watch a match, and then I write notes for for this show. And whenever I write in capitals, it usually means it was something that made me scream out loud when I'm watching at home. And I wrote Ricochet doing a springboard shooting star is definitely one of them. Another one was when Lars uh, was was outside of the ring, and all the bunch of the guys are back in, and Lars decides to pick up a ladder outside the ring and decides to throw it into the ring at everybody. And it hit everyone, but it was like a safe spot at the same time. Don't sleep on Lars Sullivan, is all I can say. He was very, very impressive in this match. Everyone had a part in this match, and uh, they played it perfectly. This was one of the best NXT matches I have ever seen. One of the best WWE product matches ever. It just, it had the feel of indie wrestling at the same time. It was booked Perfectly. Uh, there were so many crazy things here. Um, Nigel McGuinness, I, I mean, you couldn't hear the commentary, but Nigel McGuinness said that seeing Lars with ladders and climbing ladders reminded him of the original Donkey Kong, which was very funny because Lars kind of <laughs> looks like a white Donkey Kong. Um, there was a sunset flip attempt by Ricochet, but then he couldn't get it because Lars is so big off the ladder. So everyone comes and helps him. Um, Killing Dane back body drops Ricochet onto ladders. There's so many crazy things. Um, 
there's a, a crazy uh, super kick party, and Marmonalo calls it that, where Adam Cole literally just super kicks everybody. He super kicks the gum out of people's mouths. It's crazy. He super kicks Ricochet out of midair. Um, Adam Cole, baby, all the way, is what I was saying. Um, then the Velveteen Dream is back in, and if you haven't watched this match, you're crazy. Go watch it. But you may have already seen the gif that maybe everyone is sharing, and that is of the Velveteen Dream sets up the biggest fucking ladder I've ever seen, climbs all the way to the top of it, and does the purple Rainmaker elbow off the top of the ladder. Jesus Christ, this was so high up in the air. What did you think of that spot? Insane. I mean, <laughs> that guy's hips are going to be ruined. He can't do uh, this move for long. He can't do that forever, but oh, it's such a beautiful elbow drop. And that guy is... Uh, like I mean, I've been a fan of his since Tough Enough, and he's just he's just winning me over this, more and more the, and more. He just keeps getting better. This spot is crazy. He is so high up, and he jumps off, and he lands it perfectly. Such a crazy, crazy spot. But as the Dream was about to capitalize and win here in the ladder match, grab the title, this is where EC3 comes off. He hits him a powerbomb onto a ladder. Um, EC3 hits a TKO on Adam Cole off the top of the ladder as well. Crazy. Uh, Dane hits a Vader bomb on a ladder onto EC3, but while he has Adam Cole on his back, the some of the big spots, like some of the spots trying to describe them don't make sense because it's just how crazy it is. Um, it's just insane. There's so many things. But then there's a, there's a spot where Ricochet is climbing the ladder in the ring and... Um, he's about to grab the title, and someone dumps the ladder from underneath him, so he's about to fall to the outside, but he realizes this is about to happen, and mid-air, mid-falling, he moonsaults off the falling ladder to the outside onto a bunch of guys. Crazy freaking spot. And this was not even the end. There's so many things going on in this. Um, there's the, the, the spot that, that made me cringe the most. It goes back to our boy, the Velveteen Dream. He's There's a ladder that's like in between another ladder, so it's like a bridge where they can fight and stand on it, and I believe it's Dream and Adam Cole, and he he hits his his cartwheel Death Valley driver, or whatever you want to call that, yeah. on this ladder thing, and everyone in the crowd went crazy, it seemed like New Orleans just went bananas, because it looked like Adam Cole died, but this was not the crazy, it just kept going, it, just, it was like one after the other here, because then there is... Lars does his slam onto EC3, onto Adam Cole, through a ladder, and it snaps. And then, if that wasn't enough, Killian Dane on the other side hits a Rikishi driver. On, or sorry, that was on Adam Cole. Through Ricochet, th snapping another ladder. The whole crowd here at the Smoothie Center, is it? There? Uh, Smoothie King, yeah. Smoothie King Center Smoothie is chanting, Serena. fight forever. Um, I could hear your uh, your British voice uh, chanting in that uh, in that chant. Um, th this this was nuts. All guys are down. The the shots that I've seen of all six guys just laying around with broken ladders. It's insane. They somehow all get up. They go back into the ring. Um, there's there's still more spots here. I don't know how these guys are are still alive. And this is where I thought Lars Sullivan was going to. To, to win here, but out of nowhere, Ricochet flies in, almost killing Lars Sullivan here. Um, <laughs> Ricochet. Oh, is that where he like jumps on his back? And yeah. So off? so like, Lars. It, yeah. It was it was crazy. <laughs> I think I feel as wrestling fans, you're used to seeing 
you're used to seeing the spots, you're seeing the drop kicks and then falling off the lap, and it looks painful, but you know it's it's safe. Yeah. That didn't look pretty at all, and it no. was just, but it made it so much better. There were so many spots in this match where people were genuinely cringing, and not cringing because they they felt that's the reaction they should be doing, if you know what I mean. Like, it was, was just genuine reactions like, oh, and that one just did not look nice. No, yeah, Ricochet just flew out of nowhere and stops Lars from, from, from winning here. And he stops him, and then he, he proceeds to climb the ladder. And as he's literally about to grab the North American Championship, Adam Cole, out of nowhere, dumps Ricochet, grabs the title, and Adam Cole, baby, is your new and first ever NXT North American champion. Holy shit, what a match this was. Follow that is what I was thinking the second I ended this match. Wow, um, this match was crazy. This is probably the most fun, one of the best matches you've ever seen, I'd say. Uh, I'd say so, yeah. Definitely the best ladder match I've seen. Yeah, um, this was crazy. This, um, was, this is a new... This sets the new bar for ladder matches now because um, yeah. this one reminded me of the Money in the Bank, the, the first one at WrestleMania 21. The first 21. one, absolutely. Yeah. It just seemed very fresh. All, all six guys here, um, their storylines are still pretty new and, and the characters are still developing and stuff like that, but all in, their, all in their own ways and in good ways. And when they all came together here... It just told a really great story. This is a match you could show a non-wrestling fan, and they'd still love it. They'd be like, this is I crazy. agree. Yeah. This it was, was just nuts. the perfect balance of people. You get the big guys, but those big guys aren't lumbering big guys. They're, they're agile, and they can hang with the yeah. likes of a Ricochet or whatever. And it just meshes together so beautifully. Um, I don't know if this made it on TV, but... Uh, Velveteen Dream got busted open pretty bad yeah. pretty early on. I feel like um, Dream and like, Lars did. Yeah, like, definitely from... I could see Dream was being, like, checked out on for, like, a good five minutes. Um, Damn. Just, like, the the refs running to him with the gloves and, like, trying to stop the bleeding. And to see him after that do that... Um, cartwheel like, thing. Cartwheel DVD through a ladder, you're, like, oh, ridiculous. <laughs> um, like, just you weren't hurt already. Absolute bonkers first match. Like, that guy is, that guy is amazing. Well, Adam uh, Cole wins I think, it, though. I think, um, on reflection, I think the right person won. Yes. I think it makes uh, the title seem a big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. I think as as much as I like a, a Velveteen Dream or a Lars or a Killian, I feel putting it on Adam Cole makes it seem like a, a big title. Definitely. Um, rather than a mid-card title. And... I think then you can you can have some awesome feuds going forwards with the likes of a Velveteen Dream. Um, yeah, it's it's got me excited to see what's what's coming next with that division. Yeah, I mean Adam Cole now is this it, it's 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 like they don't want to call it like a mid card title, and you're right, Adam Cole winning it definitely keeps it in that like higher higher aspect there um, because because now he can he can fizzle off and feud with whoever for that that title. And this did not hurt any of these guys. Ricochet, even debuting, it does not hurt him because he looked amazing in this match. Um, in fact, he could be the one that challenges for it the first time or whatever. But everyone looked good. Like Killian Dane doing suicide dives and crazy flips and stuff. And, and Lars, even Lars looks good after this. So if you didn't yeah. like Lars before, don't sleep on Lars because I feel like he's got some 
some things uh, hidden away in his pockets for matches like this that just kill. Whoever booked it or produced this match, yeah, bravo. This was great. This was great. Um, but my man, Adam Cole, who I predicted would go all the way, Bay Bay, is now backstage with Kyle O'Reilly. And uh, he's with the, the, the doctors there. And they're saying, you, you know, you got to wrestle again. Your match is up next. He goes, I can't. I'm, I'm so hurt. I can't do it. Well, we'll find out if he can or cannot because it's the finals of the Dusty Classic and the NXT Tag Team titles are on the line in this three-way tag team match. Authors of Pain versus Roderick Strong and Pete Dunne versus the Undisputed Era, Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. So Adam Cole just died from this last match and now he has to have a second match because Bobby Fish is injured here. So this match starts off um, early in the match. There's a neckbreaker powerbomb combo on Cole. It seems that the storyline is here. Everyone knows Adam Cole is hurt, so they're going after him. Uh, you can hear Paul Ellering yelling, break him in half, which is very funny. Um, then they they do this like powerbomb through the table on Adam Cole, and he's just dead. Yeah. Adam Cole dies in this match. Um, so that's kind of, we kind of figured that was going to happen. He's got to be, uh, in pain from the last match, all those ladder spots. Um, there's a huge brawl between all the rest of these guys. There's a half Nelson backbreaker, another backbreaker, um, crazy, crazy spots. Kyle O'Reilly takes a German suplex, hulks up, but then passes out. I thought that was a really cool spot there. Um, Pete Dunne does his Daniel Bryan flips, does some German suplexes, a tornado DDT. Um, there's some crazy stuff. Um, the last chapter is hit on Kyle O'Reilly, but Roderick breaks it up. Dunne does the finger snap, but he does it a little bit too similar to Marty Skrull, which I thought was kind of a little too close. Because Marty Skrull does it his whole way. He makes everyone go, shh. And then does it. Yeah. And um, me and you, uh, when we go out to, to bars sometimes, we like to practice our Marty Squirrel uh, finger snap trick. You've gotten better at it. I can't do it. You can do it, kind of. We've, we've, hey. learned, we've learned how he does it. Um, but Pete Dunn kind of stole it here. But um, It bruises my ribs whenever I try. Like, <laughs> Don't give it away. Don't give it Davey. Davey, don't give uh, it away. You can't give it away magic. how we... Everyone's going to start doing the, the finger snaps. Um, so uh, Pete Dunn is, is doing that. Um, but Roderick Strong gets in. Um, he hits a, an angle slam on someone here. It's just crazy because there's so many people, minus Adam Cole, who's still dead. Um, there's a backbreaker on the apron, then a double stomp on the apron by Pete Dunn. The knee and Ziguri combo from Dunn and Roddy. They hit their bitter end, but Income breaks it up. And then this is where everything goes crazy. Um, the bitter end is connected on Kyle O'Reilly from Pete Dunne. And as the referee is counting, Roderick Strong breaks up the pin and stomps on the head of his own tag team partner, Pete Dunne, and kills him. Uh, this is where I started screaming, what the fuck at my TV? Um, Roderick Strong has turned on his partner and has aligned himself with the Undisputed Era. Roderick Strong helps Kyle O'Reilly get the pinfall here, and Undisputed Era is not only still the NXT Tag Team Champions, but now they are the Dusty Classic winners for this year. Uh, Adam Cole is surprised, Kyle O'Reilly is surprised, Bobby Fish comes out, they all celebrate on the ramp with Roderick Strong. He takes... Adam Cole's armband and puts it on. Oh my goodness. 
things are about to be very different in NXT, is what Roderick Strong says to the camera as it fades away. What a great swerve. They got me. They got me. What do you think of that? I I didn't see it coming at all. No um, it, it's It's great in wrestling when you can just... When they get you, as he said, they got us. Um, got I going into it, I I didn't think Pete Dunne would win because I can't see him carrying that trophy between his teeth to the ring <laughs> all the time. Like the belt is bad enough. Like yeah, you can uh, see he holds it sometimes with his hands because it gets heavy. Yeah, like still he's great. he's not carrying the dusty trophy for a year <laughs> uh, in his mouth. Um, so I I think Roddy was just helping him out. He was like, mate. Your Dental work's are... expensive. Yeah, like, your teeth are fucked. Um, but, uh, no, a great swerve. It, it makes complete sense with Bobby Fish. He's going to be out for a while. Uh, you can have uh, Roddy and O'Reilly uh, defend those tag titles. Yeah, it's um, good for Roddy. Because Roddy needs to be stronger. Yeah, and, um, and remember they glad teased I didn't buy. Glad I didn't buy the Undisputed Era shirt, because you're going to need an R in that logo now. Ah, um, True. I don't like the yeah. name Undisputed Era, but it's fine. I don't care. It doesn't could... fit, but you can sing it along with their song. Um, I saw... I saw... Era. It oh, works God. well. Oh, no. Um... Stop. I saw someone on Reddit... <laughs> I saw someone on Reddit say they should change their name to New World Honor. Because they're all from yeah. New World Honor. Yeah. <laughs> honorable Mention um, is what I call them. Honorable Mention. Honorable Mention. <laughs> <laughs> um... It was, for me, it's, uh, as a bit of a mark, it was, it's so cool to, like, be sat in a big arena in the States, and I see four guys that I watched wrestle, like, four years ago in a tiny club yeah. in Preston, most these England. guys, yeah, yeah, most of these guys yeah, you watch like, small arenas. And it's, uh, and, and I'm a big Authors of Pain fan as well, I think they've come such a long way, um, just a little note from the crowd, um, a girl just sat a few seats down from me, shouts out at one point, fuck him up, Acorn! And just <laughs> Acorn. <had me> giggling <laughs> Acorn! And just had me in stitches for quite a while. Acorn. So we're then all chanting for Acorn in our section. <laughs> of course. Acorn uh, and Razorblade. Acorn and Razorblade. And Paul Ellering. Uh, and old Brown Ellering, yeah. They'll um, be on, they'll be on get, SmackDown soon. They'll be called that. Uh, yeah, I, they, they're going up. They've got to. They've, they've done everything there is to do in NXT. Um, well, I thought that I, yeah. the match the match was good, too. It was cut like kind of halfway through, but in a good way. I thought it was perfect. The swerve was perfect. I really, really like it. It's really interesting to see where it goes. I think, uh, yeah, your boy Acorn and Razor uh, Blade can go up to uh, SmackDown. Or whatever, yep. and, and they can move on because Undisputed Era has taken over NXT. Uh, Adam Cole, baby, he went all the way. Way, uh, I like now, him. I like him winning both matches. It's great. Are we going to get a dream Undisputed Era against British Strong Style coming up? I mean, Davy, unfortunately, you're Please. recording this with me right now, but I just read some spoilers from Access that just happened an hour ago. But. Uh, uh, it, it looks like we're getting that uh, that dream matchup instantly. As soon as this happened, I went, "Ooh, strong style, British strong style versus undisputed era." Yes, please. That is exactly nice. what I want. Take my money, please. Absolutely. Um, let's go to uh, our next matchup here, which um, which was uh, the the oh no, I, I think to... you skipped the women's. Oh my goodness! Of course, I skipped between, the women's. But... 
Oh my goodness, That's okay. I'm sorry. See what happens when I'm um, all uh, scatterbrained. Well, let's quickly run over the uh, the women's match here. Ember Moon versus Shayna Baszler. You're right, I totally wanted to jump ahead to seeing Adam Cole win again. Um, <laughs> Ember Moon comes out with uh, a live band, and uh, I believe it's um, the, the singer um, from... Hailstorm, Lizzie Hale, um, if you're familiar with her. Um, they do a live rendition of Ember Moon's theme, which I'm a fan of her theme. That's a banger. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. <laughs> I liked it a um, lot. Ronda Rousey and uh, Jesse Duke, I'm not really familiar with her. I believe they're part of the four horsewomen. Um, they're ringside. They're really there to support their friend Shayna Baszler. Shayna comes out. She looks very, very scary. Um, this match was a little shorter than... It was good. It was in the right position. I still liked it, but I'm not a huge fan of Shayna Baszler. I don't seem uh, to get it. Um, but I thought everything here was, was booked really perfectly. To quickly go through this, um, Ember runs at her right away, but keeps... The story is Shayna keeps being one step ahead. She knows what, what moves she's going to hit, and she keeps ducking them. Um, and there's a, there's a crazy code breaker off the top from Ember Moon, only a two count. Um, the, the story of this match, like I said, is Baszler just bullying her, beating on her, being one step ahead, keeps knee-striking her. Ember sells him like death. Um, there's a spot where, where Shayna has her shoulder popped out, so she tries to pop it back in by slamming it into the, the turnbuckle, the post. Um, what did you think of that? <laughs> um, it, it's one of those points where you do need commentary. Like, we were a bit confused where was, true, we were true. sat. Granted, we'd been drinking all day. What? so no. And then suddenly suddenly we see a woman just running into the post uh, where her opponent's <laughs> the other side of the ring. You're like, uh, like she's that, over there. That's strange. Um, but then we kind of got it after that point. Like, oh, okay, she's trying to, her shoulder's out. Um, so she popped it back. I liked, um, I liked, I'm not an Ember Moon fan, really. I, I think her in-ring work is good. I think her character's all over the place. I mean, I've, I've listened to your show. I, I'm not going to repeat what's been said before. Yes. Um, but at one point in the match, the guy next to me went, can you see a double turn coming? And it was when, uh, when Ember stomped on her arm, which yes. I assume is the bit that popped the shoulder out. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I can't see them doing a double turn because Shane is such a good, strong heel. Right. But it was nice to see that aggressive side and Ember like realizing if she's, if she wants to win, she's going to have to uh, match her opponent. And obviously that was always her downfall against Asuka. Asuka was always one step ahead and bent the rules a little. And, it was nice to see that aggressive side come out of Ember, and I'd like to see more of that, more of a, more of a killer going forwards yeah. rather than this this smiley werewolf who I, wears jeans. Exactly. Yeah. Why are you a werewolf cosplayer who wears jeans all the time and contacts? Like, yeah. just be a wrestler. That's fine. That's cool. Uh, I think this. I, I like this match better than the one they had the last time at the last takeover. Uh, yeah. I mean. <sighs> For, for me, I find it I find it hard to get into a match where I'm I'm not particularly invested in either. Yeah. This, this, uh, neither are Kyrie Zane. So yeah, like, yeah, I know you. Um, Davey but, has a huge crush on Kyrie Zane. What? <laughs> well, she wasn't on this card, um, but maybe she'll <laughs> be uh, challenging for it next in a singles match because maybe uh, the finish here is uh, Ember gets a, a hits an eclipse, but it's to the outside on Shayna. Um, so she tries to roll Shayna back in, get the pin, but she can't get it. Then this is where Shayna Baszler locks in a triangle on Ember Moon. Ember Moon is power bombing her. She's trying to get out of it. 
It's not happening. And this is where Shayna counters another eclipse. She counters it with her own uh, coquina clutch or whatever clutch she calls it. And Ember Moon does not tap out, but she passes out. She is knocked out. She cannot compete. And the referee stops the match. And therefore, due to rules here in NXT, Shayna Baszler is your new NXT Women's Champion. Boom. There you go. I... uh... I think this is the right move. Um, I think uh, I think it's it's great to have a, a strong female heel. I mean, looking back, we haven't really had that in in NXT for a long time. Uh, yeah, even when Charlotte was champion, it, she didn't feel like this this heel everyone would hate. And yeah, I feel like I, people. I, hate I think Shana. I think people hate Shayna. I mean. In a good way, yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's great going forward. She can kill a load of people, and then you wait till a uh, someone really catches steam, like a I don't know, like a Kyrie or a Dakota Kai or someone like that, who's yeah. just a a very lovable baby face who who can eventually succeed in taking her. I th- I think it makes a lot of sense. Um, as I said, I wasn't crazy about the match it wasn't yeah. bad at all like there wasn't a bad match on this card exactly at all um but it was in the right spot second in the show um it yeah well it, I, it served I, its purpose i, I want to see um i'm not huge on Shayna baszler and i'm not really huge on Kyrie zane and i know that breaks your heart but well, uh, i think that's the next that's the next match is just those two sure that makes sense to me um yeah. well the next match is uh, surprisingly, not the main event, but it is the NXT Championship match. Andrade Cien Almas against Alistair the Black. Goat. Because, oh yes, uh, this is, uh, uh, this is, uh, I've mentioned on this show that I have a friend who just loves to show random people what he, what he considers the greatest match ever, which is <laughs> Johnny Gargano versus uh, Andrade Cien Almas from TakeOver Philadelphia, as Dave Meltzer gave it five stars. You are the, the biggest fan of that match. I know uh, you were there live as well in Philly. And you have a, 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 a view on life here that Andrade Cien Almas is better than Kenny Omega. That's what you say. Yep. That's what you say to me. And you stand by it, so I am glad that I you're I stand on by it. You... I think he gets better and better every match, and the combination of him and Zelina is... Definitely. ...is perfect. I don't think he needs to speak... Uh, I, yeah, his his ring work does the talking for him. Uh, there was actually something at Access this year where you can sit next to Vic Joseph from 205 Live and call a match. And that match is one of the matches you can call oh and you can God. record it. And no. So obviously there's now a video of me <laughs> calling the greatest match of all time. Um, yeah, it's... It's fun. Access was good this year. I was, I was That's impressed. actually so very funny because I think I've watched that match ten times with, with you yeah. because we go out, well, we bring eight we times get, with me. Yeah, you've like you've like we've been at your place with like people. We we brought like girls back, and you're like, you guys gotta watch this match. And I'm like, oh my god. And then like you put it on, and then like the first five minutes, I'm like, oh yeah, this match is good. And then we all get sucked into it, and it's great. But all right. Maybe. It's like the naked man from How I Met Your Mother. That's it, how, it yeah, works, sure. But... Yeah, sure. That's how you... <laughs> Two out of three times. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Kenny Omega or Andrade Cien Almas, that is for you, the listener, to decide. But that is an argument we will have uh, again, I'm sure. 
But now, Andrade Cien Almas, Aleister Black, the NXT Championship in New Orleans. Um, Aleister Black comes out. Um, they, they, they fight here. It, I, th- I thought this was uh, really good as well. This was really fantastic. Um, they go striking right away. Black does his backflip into the ring, but Andrade goes outside. So instead of landing and sitting down and praying or posing, he instantly gets up and does it again, but to the outside hitting it. So basically four jumps here to hit a moonsault to the outside. Um, Zelina gets involved, does a Huracan Rana onto Alistair, sending him into the steps. We've seen her do this before. Very cheeky of her. Um, Almas gets him back in the ring and keeps getting uh, triangles on him, trying to make him tap, trying to wear him down. Um, there's this crazy um, pump knee lift by Alistair Black. Then crazy strikes, like he's, he's elbowing him, he's kicking him, he's beating him up. Um, then the, the springboard moonsault inside the ring onto Andrade, only for a, a two count here. Um, then there's a, there's a sunset flip counter, then a balls to the face counter, and then a snap German suplex by Almas, which is nuts. Uh, Selena gets involved again and like uh, keeps interacting and interfering. Um, there's crazy, crazy knee strikes from both of these guys. I can't keep saying that enough because literally they were killing each other with with the knees. I know uh, I'm comparing Kenny Omega to Andrade, but Alistair Black hitting these these what knee triggers or whatever. They're just I, crazy. I watched that dude and I I don't understand. It's like watching a magician. I I know because well, it's I know magic. you're I know you're not actually kicking him in the head, but you're, you're kicking him in the head. It's yes. he's his strikes are got to be the best in the business. They're just they're insane. He makes it um, look real. Yeah, he definitely makes it he, looks real. Look real. It's yeah, it blows my mind. He's his strikes are incredible. Well, what also um, blew my mind was a crazy springboard corkscrew plancha picture perfect from the NXT champion here to the outside, then instantly throws Alistair in, tries to get the pin, and um, it was only a two count, and he was really upset by this, but this was crazy. Out of nowhere, corkscrew plancha, throws him back in, only a two count. Um, and then as he's complaining to the referee saying that this was a three, he grabs the, the title, and the ref is distracted. Zelina slides into the ring, hits a spike canrana to Alistair, but he kicks out of that. He kicks out of the, the, the hammerlock, and he hits the black mass. But as the ref is counting the three count here, Zelina, once again involving herself in the match, puts Andrade's foot on the rope. Therefore, it's only a two count, but you could tell this is where Alistair is getting very mad that uh, Zelina keeps getting involved here. And this is where the greatest move ever. The balls to the face, the double knees, if you will, but kick out by Alistair. I actually thought that the balls to the face was going to be the finish of this match. I bit on the balls to the face. I bit on the balls. Um, Don't say that in public, but yeah. (laughs) I thought it was over from this spot. I actually, that move has grown on me so much. Um, The double knees. it, It looks so much deadlier now than it used to. Yeah. It's... He probably he probably heard he's probably heard people calling it balls to the face and then got really upset yeah. so he had to make you know step it up a little bit. Um, so that's not the last time we'll see that in this match. Um, there's a bunch of drop kicks to the back of the head. Uh, uh, Alistair goes for Black Mass, but like I said, he gets kicked in the back of the head as he's doing the turnaround spin. Great spot. It looked like he died. Um, they go for um, he he does the balls to the face 
the same way he did it to Gargano uh, in the last match, where it's, it's like he's outside on the apron against the, the, the post, I guess you could say. Uh, I think this spot is great. This makes the move look even more dangerous. Um, but then they go back into the ring. It's only a two count. He goes for the draping hammerlock DDT. Gets countered. There's a crazy senton by Black. He gets the hammerlock DDT. Andrade Cien almost pins Alistair Black, but he kicks out just in the nick of time. Zelina comes in and tries to to interfere yet again. She goes for a crossbody onto Black, but he ducks. Almas catches her, and while Almas has Zelina in his hands, Alistair Black, Black masses him in the head because he couldn't catch it, he couldn't block anything because he's got his girly in his hands, and this is where Alistair Black becomes the new NXT champion. It is Black Mass on Bourbon Street, I guess, because Alistair Black has finally done it. He is the champ. This was great. This was really good. This whole card is great, but this was amazing. It was, yeah, absolutely. It was a great match. Um, I liked how they seemed to build off the last match between Gargano and Almas. They had a lot of the same sort of spots yeah. um, with with Zelina um, interfering and stuff. Um, but this time, Alistair, like, being that little bit smarter and overcoming it. I My one hope is, I mean, I as I said, I'm an Almas mark. I really, I wanted him to win, but Alistair Black's insane, so I'm super glad. Uh, we've got a strong champion that brings us to some exciting matches going forward. I just hope this isn't the breakup of Almas and Zelina, because I think they're perfect with yeah. each other. Yeah, I hope um, not, too. And I there, was that, there was that look at the end, Zelina knowing she fucked up. And and I, I just hope there's no need to split them. Uh, just move them so. up. Put them on SmackDown. Put them on Raw. There like, you go. On Raw. I think he yeah. would be better on Raw. Yeah, with I mean we're together. having a shakeup soon anyway, so I. But I'm trying yeah. to think where he'd fit, but it's he needs to be with Selena. Absolutely, they work. They work so well together. I, I agree completely. It's a really good character. I like how he, I didn't mention the entrances. I'm just trying to speed through, but he came out with his uh, La Sombra mask on and everything like that. I love that as well. Um, everything is great about them, and yeah, I would like to see them on on the main product now. Um, Alistair Black can lead NXT into this uh, era that we have here. I don't know who he should tie off with next, but I feel like we're in good hands with Aleister Black as the champion. This was a great match. This was really, really good. Um, but now, the main event, and I know you have to get going. you got to make it to WrestleMania. Johnny I Gargano. <laughs> I know, I'm sorry. Johnny Gargano versus Tomasa Ciampa in the main event, NXT, New Orleans. Oh, my goodness. This video package is crazy. Champa comes out to no music, just booze. How crazy was it to just watch a guy come out and just get booed because it was loud? Oh, it was perfect. It was, um, I describe it as the Roman treatment after Mania last year. Yes. Uh, it was, it was such a good idea. And it's so hard nowadays to have heels be heels and like not be cheered. Uh, it was just the perfect way of doing it. Gargano is the ultimate baby face. Uh, Champa is the ultimate um, C word. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like, yes. Um, and just having no music, it allowed the crowd to 
fuck you, Champa. Uh, they chanted. Uh, they chanted that at him as well. They chanted a lot of things at him. Uh, I know it was probably one of you or one of your uh, your fellow uh, British people who started the chant. You're a wanker which was very loud later on in the match. I thought that was <laughs> hilarious. I know a lot of people travel overseas for uh, for NXT and WrestleMania, so you're a wanker. Absolutely. It, it was definitely a Brit. Um, <laughs> it was, you know, I told you about the kids sat in front of me. I don't know if uh, his dad either thought um, the title match was the main event or he just knew NXT was about to not, it come out of PG because oh. they left before this Whoa. match. Imagine and leaving before I'm, this match. And I'm I'm glad because I hate having that guilt of being at a wrestling show and wanting to chant what you want to chant. Obviously, but you want to be respectful as well. Yes. And there's the kid sat next to you in the John Cena shirt, and you're like, Ugh. oh, um, I can't use bad words. And it's great that they're enjoying themselves, but that match, like. It's unnecessary for some matches, but that match, the hatred from that crowd towards Champa, was great. It wasn't going to be PG, and I'm, I just appreciate uh, that kid going well, home for an early night. Good, good. It you was got to so scream. much fun to boo that guy. Um, <laughs> you got to call him a wanker. Even more Manalo on commentary uh, for those watching at home called Champa a sadistic son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I. I rewatched the match as soon as I got back. Um, <laughs> I'm staying in a hostel, and I, I got back to my room about 3 a.m. And a couple of the boys in the room went to ROH, and the other guy went to NXT. So he, he was like, "You've got to watch this match." So I came <laughs> in, and it's like Maro called him a sadistic son of a bitch. What? Heel. Um. Ah, uh, it. The whole match was great. Well, it and starts. Then, here. We should get into it. You have to go to WrestleMania. I do, yeah. You you do your thing, and I'll. <laughs> I'm trying. To, I'm trying to work around you, but let's uh, let's do talk about this. Some are already considering this one of the greatest wrestling matches ever to happen, simply because of the storytelling and how long this match was too. Everything involved here just made it a complete package of what professional wrestling really is, in my opinion. This was fantastic. This was a body of work uh, from both of these guys. Just crazy. The video package itself showing all of the, the history from the breakup to the, 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 the lost opportunities to the, the injuries to the... Oh, just crazy. Um, both guys are in really cool gear. They come out here. They start it off. Instantly... They, Gargano hits a, a slingshot spear and then tries to just stomp out his former friend, showing how angry he is. Um, Ciampa gets revenge, starts beating on him. Uh, there's concrete that is exposed. There's super kicks. There's tossing people into uh, the commentary table. Morrow takes a bump at one point here. Mamma Mia. Uh, the crowd does chant Mamma Mia here. Very, very funny. Um, they're fighting on the commentary table. Gargano wedges Ciampa, then goes for what looks like a pile driver, but instead gets suplexed off the table to the outside from Ciampa. Looks painful. Um, there's a clover leaf, but there's no rope break allowed, so he, there's just stomping going on. That's when the crowd started chanting, You're a wanker, because Ciampa's just stomping at the head of Johnny Gargano. Um, this is a weird spot. There's a fan in the crowd with a Johnny Gargano shirt and on crutches. Hmm, interesting. Ciampa goes and steals the crutches and tries to hit Gargano with them. There's a whole thing with uh, crutches in this match. There is a powerbomb spot onto the concrete. So Ciampa's back hits the concrete on the outside from a powerbomb from Johnny and it sounds like this. 
God. It was you so hear it loud from where I was. It was so loud. Um, nasty. We want to talk about how how do they do that without making it look like it hurt. I don't know how they did that one without making his back splat <laughs> against the concrete. This is where you guys decided to chant. You deserve it to <laughs> him when he's suffering in pain from this concrete. They're chanting, "You deserve it." This is where Johnny hits him with the crutch. There's a slingshot DDT, only a two count. This is where Gargano exposes a turnbuckle, and he's going for his uh, lawn dart, but he can't connect it. Um, there's a torture rack spin-out powerbomb from Ciampa. Gargano kicks out. This is where Ciampa is being real cheeky, hits his DIY pose when they used to set up their double team, and goes for his knee to the back of the head and kills Johnny with it. But Johnny must have some some New Orleans voodoo because he kicks out of this. Uh, they duke it out again. He goes for Project Champa, but it's reversed into this uh, Hurricane Rana spike. Then the Gargano escape, but he he gets out of it. I thought for sure this is where he was going to tap out. He rakes the eyes of Gargano. This is where Morrow calls him a sadistic son of a bitch. Um, he then uh, he then tries to choke him with his his arm tape. And they're basically telling the story that even though they hate each other right now, they're still tied together at the hands. They're still friends. But this is where Gargano gets low-blowed by Ciampa. And then he proceeds to beat him with the crutch. He hits his powerbomb lung blower, the Project Ciampa. And I bit, I thought the Mega Heel had it won right here and there. But Gargano kicks out of the Project Ciampa. This is where I was like, this is insane. This is a war. I feel like I'm watching a battle between these guys. They, they are killing each other here. Um, this is where Gargano finally gets a super kick. He hits the lawn dart into the exposed turnbuckle. Another super kick. But then Ciampa kicks out. He does the DIY pose and Ciampa still kicks out. Everything is crazy. The crowd is bananas. They're up top. They're fighting on the top here. And Ciampa fights out of a superplex attempt and hits a avalanche, a, a, a Project Champa off the top rope, which looked insane, and Johnny Gargano still manages to kick out. You want to call him the biggest babyface in the entire company? You are absolutely right if you do, because this, this crowd went bananas when he kicked out here. Um, this is where Champa gets very mad. He takes off his knee brace, and um, this, he's, trying to, he's trying to fight Gargano with it. And this is where Gargano takes a part of the crutch, breaks it into this like sharp shank almost, a, a crutch shank, if you will. And he's about to, to stab Champa with it, but then he stops. And they're staring each other down. And he sits down in the middle of the ring with Champa, and they're staring at each other. And as Johnny is just thinking twice here, Champa swings the knee brace, but Johnny ducks it, locks him in the Gargano escape, swiftly turns it into an STF using the knee brace over the face and mouth of a really battered um, Project Champa here, or sorry, Tomasa Champa, and almost instantaneously. Tomasa Ciampa taps out, and Johnny Gargano finally has his, his NXT TakeOver moment, his WrestleMania weekend moment, if you will, his moment. Johnny Gargano beats his former friend and is reinstated to NXT. Wow, holy shit, what a match. Like I said, this is a piece of wrestling history, if I will. This was fantastic. 
Yeah, I'm the, tired the from talking about in this match alone. Is, I'm out of breath from talking about it. Yeah, I, it's crazy. I love that moment when they're sat down next to each other because it mirrors that moment in their final match as DIY yes. after they lost to Authors of Pain in that ladder match when they're just sat defeated next to each other, but they're like, ah, you're my buddy. And that was just before Champa turned on him. And they, they did that same spot again. Mm-hmm. But Gargano knew he was going to flip on him. Um, this was crazy. Oh, There's just, also a spot with the the crutch where he because the whole match like Gar- Gargano is getting beat with it like Champa is hitting him with it but finally there's a spot where Gargano takes it and he wallops him in the head. This is maybe oh. where he got this eye injury. Gar- uh, Champa's face looks like that Johnny Gargano emoji logo thing because one eye <laughs> is closed and one eye is <laughs> is like normal yeah. and the other's busted because his face was fucked up. You're not supposed to You're hit people so, you, in the head. Well, exactly. You're back in the day. You were so immune to seeing chair shots to the head that you wouldn't you wouldn't react to it. Yeah. Now, anything anything close to the head, you it it gets you, and yeah, it looked nasty. I I don't know if it was meant to go for the shoulder, and he just overshot he or hit what. Him but hard. It, he hit him hard in the head. Um, oh, just. Just what a great show. Every match, just... You you think, how can you top that ladder match that opens the show? Yeah. Well, you know what? You have Gargano Champa. It's yeah. just... I can't just tell you which was... A, I couldn't tell you what was the match of the night, in my opinion, because both of those really... You know what? All of the matches were really good. I have nothing bad to say about this entire TakeOver show because I really enjoyed it top to bottom. But those two matches that kind of held it, the, the, the ladder to open and this to, to finally close it, I thought it was fantastic. Just great booking Absolutely. all around. Um, it was fantastic. I don't know if it made it on TV, but as Gargano was uh, leaving and walking up the ramp and saying goodbye, he sort of kept gesturing behind himself and going like, look, no one behind me this time. Because uh, um, <laughs> obviously he, he's been cursed by that NXT takeover logo yeah once you put up the logo at the bottom and he was just like look logo no one behind me i'm good (laughs) like (laughs) which is kind of cool way to end it all that's very funny yes his wife uh came out and celebrated with him uh candice LeRae. what a great what a great storytelling in the world of wrestling um because it's like you know they're they're boys and they're friends but the way they did the storytelling here was fantastic they mentioned They met, Moro mentions a lot about the the Twitter trolling from Champa. He is like an ultimate Twitter troll. I mean, oh, he's brilliant. Yeah, he doesn't follow anyone. Um, <laughs> his his T shirt, which is awesome, isn't on sale. I know. He's, I want it. He's just yeah. Uh, he's just a complete asshole. It's it's brilliant. He's he's taking heel to the next level. It's yeah. or an old school level. It's and it's Definitely. working so well. Definitely. I mean. Where do they both go from here? Do you see Gargano going for the championship again, or, or who knows? Yeah, true, maybe. I mean, realistically, he still deserves a, a shot, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. I really don't know now, but, uh, but maybe we see this rivalry continue a bit more? I don't know. I really don't know. Either way, I'm very I, I think you've got to end the rivalry there. I think it's, so, too. This match was just epic. Way to yeah, it. it was just so epic. It was like an epic... Uh, you watch an epic war movie and at the end there's always like a big battle scene and this was it this is the final payoff here and it delivered 100% this was fantastic this is one of the best matches like 
probably ever. The storytelling alone was fantastic. So, so good. Um, go watch it. If you, You're probably listening to us because you have watched it and you just want to hear us talk about it. But if you didn't, damn, go watch it. How is WrestleMania going to top this, Davey? Uh, sure we'll it will. See. Sure it will. Right. That being said, I've I've got to wrap this up because I've got a 12-hour <laughs> wrestling show to go to, and I I've got to make it see Kyrie Zane win that battle royal. That's right. You're right. You have to see your girl Kyrie go all the way. Well, uh, Davey, thank you for stepping in here. Uh, on no What's worries. Next. You're very welcome. Anytime. For post wrestling, I'm I, I'm I'm oh my phone is going off. Uh, I'm sure we will have you uh, back on here in the in the near future at some point because I know you want to talk a lot more about. Uh, uh, progress and stuff like that, and I because sure. you make me watch it too. But um, you're a huge NXT WWE mark, um, so uh, buy me uh, buy me that Matt Hardy mower of lawn shirt if you can. Mower of lawn. <laughs> buy me that shirt, yeah, uh, if you can. <laughs> sure. I'm kidding. Don't. I know you're just gonna buy me a WrestleMania cup. That's what you always <laughs> buy me. So many yeah. fucking cups. Um, go have fun at WrestleMania. For everyone Ooh. listening, thank you very much. Uh, thanks to John Way. Thanks to Bartender Dave. Thanks to everyone. Um, post I'll just plug my Instagram and Twitter quick. For sure, quickly. At Davey Portman. D-A-V-I-E Portman. Davey like Natalie, Portman. but David. Davey okay, Portman. Davey Portman. Yep. Davey Portman. Okay. All right. Goodbye. Thank you. Follow me Have on, a good life. <laughs> follow me, Twitter, Instagram, the Bray D at Post Wrestling, all of that stuff. Thank you. Goodbye. Be safe. Happy WrestleMania! This holiday, whether you're making a Kroger Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Kroger has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply.